0: yo what's up everyone thank you so much for tuning in to the no prisoners podcast just wanted to give a quick shout out to after five media for putting this whole thing together if you're ever in any need of media services such as photos videos even podcasting check them out they got you covered link is in the description below also check out their adobe stock links and also their love pack links it's a great way to get your business looking nice and professional whether it's your website or your instagram posts they got you covered Also check out our affiliate links for extra wallets i use the wallet myself best wallet i've ever purchased they come in aluminum leather whatever material you can think of they got you and they're so sleek and so damn good looking i don't know what else to say about it check them out link in the description below and last but not least enjoy the show First fighter, bro. I don't think she's gonna fight you, bro. She's gonna fight you. Why would she fight me? I don't know why.
1: She's not gonna fight me because then there'd be no show. I mean, if she fought you, there'd be no show either. That's supposed to be honest.
0: (laughs) I mean, I can just (laughs) keep it rolling. I'm just unconscious on the floor. (laughs) Oh, okay.
1: Alright, well, let's roll the dice. Let's poke the bear.
0: Nah, dude. I'm not fighting her. You should fight her.
1: What do you mean? Fight her, bro. I think. You're our best candidate. Nah, no. You got fake glasses on.
0: These are real.
1: Blue leg glasses. Blind as
0: <laughs> shit, bro. What do you mean? You got a fake shirt on. Fighter.
1: Fake shirt on, dude.
0: Yeah, that's a not... those shirts are so hot you got fake ones of it. They sold out, so you had to get
1: fake. Ones. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the bootleg version of my own shit, because we sold out so hard. <laughs> that's not likely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, bro. We, should we start it right when she walks in? Be like, welcome to the show! Yeah, right. Sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, baby. you poppers. <is> fucking... <laughs> oh. hey, 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 what the fuck hey, is this? Y'all like Ashton like, Ash Ash Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. He is my boy Ashton.
0: I don't know if you know him. <laughs> Yo, I think
1: that's
0: you, dude. Oh, dude. Confetti.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so I, I know I know you guys are gonna enjoy this episode, um, so share it with a friend. Subscribe, you know the deal. We don't, you know, charge for the show or do any of that um, whole bunch of sponsorship stuff, other than Gilmar, and hit you know in the beginning of the show. So yeah, without further ado, we have Bad Mama, uh, Jamie Colleen, MMA yeah. fighter and uh, life coach. So. Thank you for coming. I would bump fist, yeah, ta- tap and bump fist, but you might yeah, throw me at mic- a headlock.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was just out, afraid bro. I'd knock over it the just, microphone just, or I'd destroy something. Just yeah. <laughs> Get
1: something in your
0: stands. Like, I yeah, have no got chill. Yeah, you watch like, it. all or nothing. Yeah, she came in.
1: I didn't look her in the eyes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, none of us did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're really pumped. Uh, you're our first fighter. That we've had on the podcast. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. We've had some we've had a few people that like do jujitsu, um, but nobody that's That's like so cool. Oh, I feel so honored. Yes. That's awesome. Shout out to people that like getting punched in the face. Yeah. So where like I don't even know where do we start. How many fights have you had in Um, MMA?
2: So I'm I've had eight fights, I'm five and three.
1: Okay. Five and three. Have you been knocked out? Um or like
2: I've not I've never been knocked out cold but I've had uh I've been like to just like a ref stoppage yeah yeah a yeah. couple of them
1: yeah that's rough it's not no fun what where yeah Good thing the ref was there get right out of the way knocked out
2: good thing the ref was there
1: yeah shout out to referees yeah. that do yeah. their jobs yeah, shout um out. So you're five and three. Yes. So you're obviously on the upside of it, and you're coming out of, like, a little bit of a surgery here. I am, You were telling yes. us.
2: Yeah, so I um, tore my ACL three weeks before my fight. Uh, this was back in March. And it was kind of a bummer, you know, because I it was kind of a big fight for me, and I was gaining a lot of momentum, and then, you know, it's my second ACL surgery. So um, when it initially happened – my knee was locked in place and I didn't really understand why. So I'm like, I'm calling my, um, my orthopedic and I'm, uh, like he saw me for like an emergency appointment and, um, he thought it was just my a meniscus tear mm. because they call it a bucket handle tear. So when the ligament tears, it gets caught in your knee joint, which causes it to be locked in place. So I was really hopeful because he was very optimistic, um, saying like, I've seen my athletes come back, you know, and he's like, we're cutting it close, but if it's just the meniscus tear, um, we can get you back. Like you, you can still compete. And so I was feeling really good about it. And then we got the MRI, <coughs>
1: and it was full. And it
2: was fully torn. It so it was. It was also, it was ACL and meniscus
1: uh, okay. tear. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, so geez. I mean, so, so you're coming kind of back bummer, yeah. March. Now we're in August. Mm-hmm. How like how do you feel on it?
2: I feel great. You know, I, I had um, some uh injections like similar to stem cells so i had that done about a month and a half post op and i feel great like it took my body maybe 2 weeks to take to it and i wasn't really sure i think for some people it works for some it doesn't so it's kind of risky um in that way but yeah it it all my inflammation pain like everything was gone so really I, it just allowed me to focus on getting stronger and just really you know coming back as quickly as possible i mean i'm still To be honest, I'm really, I'm just married to PT right now and just really taking my time and allowing my body to heal, even though I feel great and I know I'm capable of doing more than what I'm doing now, but Mm. I just, that's been the hardest part is like that, that mental battle with myself and. Well, um, it's
1: like forever damage for right now, gratification. Yeah. If you go back too hard.
2: And I'm just like, "It's, it's not worth it. But then I'm like. But I want to take on the world, (laughs) I can. (laughs) But then it's like, yeah, is it worth it? So you
1: do you see yourself getting back in the ring eventually? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah
2: for sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm 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 sort of giving myself the full eight month window that they gave me. But you know, if I'm ready before that, great. If I'm not, then I'll you know give myself that time I need. So, but I'm hoping, like in my mind, I'm like, all right, end of the year, but. We'll see when we get there.
1: Maybe, sure. maybe like a New Year's Eve thing yeah, or something. Awesome. That'd be legit. Great right way to
2: kick off the new year for sure. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah.
1: So, yeah. what, like, what, I guess, take us through leading up to that injury. You were like in a camp getting ready. Do you like, do you have to cut weight for the weight you fight at?
2: I do, yeah. So, I fight at um, straw weight, 115, and I walk around like 130
1: ish. Yeah. Give or take view. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, She's so okay with telling us what she fights yeah. at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah.
2: Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I usually have like a six to eight week camp. And as soon as I know, like the fights locked in, I start, I start my cut. Um, because for myself, I just, for me, it works when I just gradually lose the weight, and I water load my entire camp. So I get two gallons down every single day um, for my entire camp and then start cutting my water, like, as obviously the fight gets closer. And, yeah, it's just, there's a science to it for sure, and everybody's different, but that seems to be what works for me.
1: Yeah, so you find that, like, uh, like uploading your, hydra- like your hydration mm-hmm. leading mm-hmm. up to the fight when you yeah. d- heavily decrease your hydration, your muscles, like, yes. respond nicer to it. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, like, with cutting, what people don't realize is, like, everybody's different. There is no, there is no, like, one one size fits all. Yeah. Yeah. And And every fight's different, too. Oh, yeah, totally.
2: And I I learned, because it makes me so happy. Obviously, the less I suffer, the better. But for me, the goal is to be able to still eat a wholesome meal for dinner the night before weigh-ins. And... That's sort of, like, a tradition with, like, my coach, Daniel Gracie, and I, like, we'll, you know, we'll go to, like, wherever we are, like, wherever we're fighting, like, we'll go to a restaurant and, um, like, if we're out of town. And uh he's, like, oh, yeah, you can have some salmon and vegetables. And I'm, like, oh, it's amazing. So, he kind of, like, chooses what I can eat and it makes me, it. yeah, just the fact that I can eat, it makes me so happy. Yeah, so I'm, like, it just, it's more motivation to stay on track so that you can, like, still eat and still make weight. So, yeah, because,
1: yeah. I just, I I would imagine leading up to the fight, especially the night before, if you can't actually even eat anything, like, that's not really going to leave you set up for, you know, a successful time if the individual you're fighting against is eating.
2: Oh, totally. And then, I mean, the day of weigh-ins, like, really sucks because then you're cutting all of your water, and at that point, you you can't eat anything, but it's nice to, like, you know, have that energy source from the night before, so. Yeah,
1: definitely. Do you fast at all, like, throughout the year, or like through your cut at all like no. or is it just like you maintain like a yeah like i just maintain
2: like my um you know i i eat <clears throat> i just try to keep everything as clean as possible um obviously the closer the fight gets i start cutting my calories but i'm still like eating the same stuff it's just smaller portions and um i find that that's really important i think fasting and doing like anything other than fueling your body and nurturing uh, your body uh, is just like sending yourself up to just suffer and it's horrible and, yeah. It's a lot of discipline, but, That's you know, how it's I feel about it. fasting. Yeah. It's like,
1: I hear your science behind yeah. that, but, mm, yeah, I'm going to eat this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what led you to get into MMA? Was it like a martial, art? you had like a background in martial arts or like were you um, into into boxing or just like getting fights in the streets like what was going
2: on definitely no fighting in the (laughs) Um, (laughs) streets. um i just grew up as an athlete i was a gymnast for a competitive gymnast for many years and just sports all through school and then after high school i didn't really have really like any sort of a plan or like any you know thing to do with college and so I was just always, always staying active and wasn't really sure what um, avenue to take and then ended up going to my friend's kickboxing class for support. And I really, honestly, wasn't really excited to go. I just was like, okay, like I'll go to your class. And I just fell in love with it instantly and just never stopped training after that day and just saw this, I just, I don't know, fell in love with it and had this passion for it and trained every day, um, and at that time, so this was back in uh, 2005, 2006-ish, five in, yeah, somewhere around there, and um, so there really wasn't, you didn't, like, women's MMA, women and fighting in general, other than you might maybe see in boxing or, you know, on the kickboxing circuit, but nothing really mainstream at that time, so... Um, I didn't really care. I was just like I found this and I'm going to do it and I'm going to take it as far as I'm able to take it and I just kind of went with it. My my family was not happy in the beginning. <laughs> uh, especially my mom, which, you know, as a mo- as a mother now, I totally get it. Um but they they just thought I was crazy. And at that time we were living um uh in South Carolina. I'm from West Virginia. And so they were like my mom and brother wanted to open a business in Ohio so they're like are you thought I was coming with them and I'm like no I'm staying here they're like well what, where are you gonna live what are you gonna do and I'm I live in the gym and that's what I did I lived I lived in the gym I taught wow. classes and I cleaned and like to pay my dues and yeah it's just I just was married to, to martial arts and I felt like too it's just sort of like living that lifestyle just felt like that was the way like, that was how you're supposed you just, to do You it. just do it through that path. Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. harder, mm-hmm.
1: like, fought path. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I loved it. It was,
1: yeah. So you started in kickboxing originally?
2: Yeah, kickboxing, and then I did, like, a couple boxing tournaments, um, and then transitioned to MMA once I did finally move to Ohio to be closer to family.
1: Oh, so you did finally? I did finally. (laughs) Yes. There's there's a little bit going on in Ohio, though. I feel like there's probably like an MMA gym or something out there. yeah,
2: There's a lot of MMA in the Midwest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet. (laughs) there's really nothing else to do. So you
1: went from like a kickboxing (laughs) gym to like an MMA, like all around gym that had like ground, stand up, Mm. everything like that. Yeah. And that's when you found jiu jitsu.
2: Yes, but. I only – I had never put a gi on at that time. It was just more of, like, wrestling and grappling and
1: – fighting. Yeah. yeah jujitsu jitsu forefighting.
2: To, to be honest, I hadn't – I was just always in survival mode. I don't think I really – other than just having, like, basic body awareness, I don't really think I knew what I was doing until I made the move to Philly and, you know, started training under Daniel. But, yeah, it was just, you know, I guess, yeah, grappling and wrestling for MMA, so –
1: yeah no nah. so how long have you been in Philly then?
2: I've been in Philly for twelve years now oh wow yeah. so actually
1: quite a bit of time yes so it's home. how long have you you started training with Daniel like right when you came to Philly or
2: uh, no I was just Trying to, oh, I was actually pregnant, so <laughs> with my daughter, so I wasn't really doing a lot of training, um, like that martial arts training. Pregnancy. Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying? That's hardcore. <laughs> like you see those girls like squatting pregnant yeah. and stuff, but you oh, don't. Yeah. See, I don't. I've never seen any anybody on the mats pregnant.
0: Yeah. Did get choked out by a pregnant lady, yeah. dude.
1: <laughs> I mean, that, that would be exhilarating because, yeah. like, depending upon how pregnant she is, if she puts she you in like a body triangle bump. or something, she yeah. could literally wreck your spine up, oh, dude. Yeah. Totally. If you have a cup on like i slapped a kid one time for having a cup on because like he knew he had a cup on and he would like do stuff oh, extra oh, and i just turned around I, and I was just like that. <laughs> and he was a higher belt than me but like i could definitely fight and he couldn't <laughs> 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 so i was just like listen here buddy
3: so i just came on
1: yeah. <laughs> like, dude what are you doing
2: hey oh that's the worst when guys do that i hate it
1: yeah it's like come on they use their cup as like it's like imagine your kneecap mm-hmm. but in your crotch so they just like wrap them up and like wherever their position they just oh, like sucks. or knee bars are the worst mm-hmm. with that because like, yeah. they they can't feel how much pressure they're applying so they can f- ruin your leg yeah and you're training with them you're like listen buddy that were your friends <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. so what <laughs> what belt are you right now in-
2: um, I actually, I recently got my brown belt. I got my brown oh, okay. belt back. Wow. And actually, right congrats.
1: My knee. And oh, damn. I, yeah. Dude, we should have <laughs> Silas
0: versus <laughs> Jamie. Oh, for Jamie. Silas versus Jamie. Silas versus
1: Jamie. He's a little rusty, but he is a brown belt. <laughs> and he's thick right now, oh, so. He's a thick boy, yeah. Yeah, he's jacked. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Silas. Yeah, shout out
0: to <laughs> <laughs> You jacked. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: I'd have to like choke him like in like even he, even if he was sleeping, I'm not sure I could get it on because he would just flex his neck if he woke up. That'd be it.
0: Yeah, it's over for us. or For you, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: only gonna need your help.
0: I know. So it's us. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna get demolished. It's fine.
1: But um, so like, how much how much more do you do you like the ground game more than stand up now, or do you always still have that sweet spot for kickboxing?
2: Oh yeah. Always have that sweet spot, but I really have fallen in love with jujitsu. Like,
1: well, especially that's why I, the reason I asked is because, like, if you're a brown belt, you're obviously about it. Yeah, so I,
2: yeah, I'm definitely
1: committed. I'm, yeah.
2: yeah, um, but I, yeah, I just, it's funny because when I, I've been with Daniel now for almost seven years, and when I came to him and he's like okay you want to train and you want to fight and I'm like I, yeah I want to fight and he's like well you need to train gi twice a week I'm like okay <laughs> like that's like so out of my element and the first time I put the gi on I was I was so just like I don't know it just felt so I don't want it I was you like you feel restricted yeah. yeah I'm like what is this and then as soon as I started moving and understanding, like, grips and, like, hand placement and things like things like that, it, you know, definitely, like, changed my mind about it. And, then, you know, like, it's get your mind working. Obviously, you know, your body's working. I don't know. I just I, – I love everything about uh, jujitsu. And um, I've really learned – I and, you know, I really didn't learn this until maybe toward, like, the end of my purple belt. Uh, my time as a purple belt. But I just um, – I don't know there's just like a whole different level of body awareness that sort of like switches on once you start getting into like you know the brown and then obviously black but um, yeah I just feel like I have a new set of eyes now that I'm a brown belt.
1: Yeah I trained I trained with this dude from Texas uh, that was a black belt and he was when he was a black belt I think he was like 24 or 25 mm-hmm. and he'd been training obviously for Forever. a very long time. Yeah. And it was Thanksgiving, and I watched this dude move around on me on camera after the fact, and he was like a spider yeah. <laughs> around me. Like, the way he just, like, maneuvered on me in this way he moved, he just, like, rolled his body around me. And he also had a torn ACL at the time. <laughs> so, Shit. like, I was yeah. like, holy God. Like, it was kind of like, you know in The Grudge or, like, those movies where, like, the creepy thing moves real f- weird? Yeah, when you watched it back on camera, you were like, that's weird. Yeah. His like awareness and like how he just like that rolled around. So yeah, it's so different. I was like, yeah, I was so vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I was swimming with sharks. <laughs> That's how you feel after yeah. the fact. And then when you're like walking around in the street and you like you realize that dude looks like not really anybody, uh-huh. you're like, Oh my god, that, that dude could probably choke mm-hmm. me. This <laughs> dude might be able to choke me. It's so yeah. funny,
2: we laugh about that all the time because you know, sometimes we only we're so used to seeing each other and are you know in that environment and then you leave and it's like you see like i'll see like someone one of our jujitsu guys in like their normal street clothes i'm just like there's no this <laughs> is no way this is the same guy <laughs> like, no way
1: Yes, <laughs> just a, like a lot of people ask me ask yeah. me about that um do you know who michael musamechi is he's I, like I he's know. like an ibj or jjf like um, four-time champ. like he's i'm, I'm sure maybe champion maybe a bunch of different him. weight classes right now i think and we trained with him like a few weekends ago, and he—he he is just like this unassuming, nice little character. He's mm-hmm. nicest guy ever, and he just when you meet him, you're like you have no—you would have no idea that this 135 pound little man could just destroy you. Yeah, <laughs> he's a killer. <laughs> you one, he's just taking ankles out.
2: Yeah.
1: and I'm like he really Dad. humbles you. And I think I think a lot of people could bend you. How old your daughter? She's 11. Does she train? She used to. Used to, I think it. Th- did you yeah. see any benefit from that? Because I don't have kids, but I would definitely make my kids train oh, yeah. or expose them to it at least.
2: Oh, totally. And that was one thing I was really hoping. I so I didn't want to force like what I do onto her just because I do it. But I, I mean, obviously, there's. – just is such an amazing sport, and it's, um, you know, it just. I, I really wanted her to get involved with it, so it made me happy when she actually came to me and said, "I like." I'd like a pink I want to try jiu-jitsu. She was only five, and yeah. I was like, yes, yes.
0: so happy.
2: Yes. <laughs> and then she was, you know, hitting pads. Like she was so she was like boxing, doing uh doing jiu-jitsu, but then she just realized she wanted to try other things, and so she, you know, jumped into gymnastics, she did swimming. Um, uh, what else did she do? Um uh, she's like she's played soccer, but now she she's really found her passion in um, and theater, of all things, and performing arts. Oh. So she's going to a performing arts school um, this this year. Um, as athletic and amazing as she is, but I'm sure she can somehow incorporate, like, her athleticism in her, like, performing. So It's um, kind of one foot.
1: and the same when you get to a certain level. Yeah. You know, when you start getting yeah. paid to fight, you're kind of expected, even if you lose, you're still expected to, like, perform right. at a certain level. So, like, yeah. I could, you know.
0: Maybe she would be a stuntman someday in Hollywood. Yeah, that'd be or awesome. that'd, that'd be cool.
2: so sweet. Yeah, that'd be but sick. but yeah. To answer your question, she's um, she definitely remembers a lot of what she learned, which is really all I could ask for. And I mean, obviously, it's a major confidence booster, and she's very much uh, like just has a great awareness about her. So
1: no, that's that's awesome. I mean, she'll always come back. It's jujitsu, such like yeah. an uncomfortable sport that you definitely. When you're an adult and you want to go really bad and you go yeah. through those like rough periods of like, ugh, mm-hmm. I'm not like having fun right now in this sport. Yeah. As a kid, like I'm sure that's only amplified because oh. I did like karate and boxing and all that stuff. And there was times where I was just like, this sucks. Yeah. I don't want to do this. And your parents are like, you're going. We paid for it. This is all you got. You're you going. <laughs> but um, so like talk to us like about your you're doing like life coaching and stuff like that now is that like how long have you been doing that
2: so i've been i probably should update my (laughs) (laughs) profile i mean i still you know you know do some work with that but i'm sort of i'm I'm involved in a lot of different things uh you know life coaching um, being one of them and it's just more of like i take more of like an accountability approach and helping people just to navigate through hard things whatever they might be going through, and um, just helping them to apply, you know, tools that can make their lives, you know, easier. Um, So I am partnered with uh, Women Against Abuse, which is a a nonprofit in Philly. And so I work a lot with, um, I do like a lot of advocacy work for them. I do a lot of speaking engagements as well. I um, also come in um, when we train new staff advocates and volunteers and um, other staff members. Um, I help with that, uh, you know, getting them certified and different things like that. So I sort of like come in at the end and we do, um, we just talk about all the things that they have learned and crammed into a short, you know, 45-hour training. And um, I'm sort of like the last leg of that. So, Mm -hmm. Um, But it's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. It's sort of a, a full circle um, type thing for me because I used to be, I was a former client of theirs. They, they helped me get through, um, a really hard, uh, situation I was in, my Mm -hmm. daughter and I. And so I just knew at some point I, I wanted to come back and help and, you know, so that somebody else doesn't have to go through what I went through. But from that, it just, you know, really opened up a lot of other opportunities and doors for me through that. So, um, but on top of that, I do um just you know, I do some like private lessons, like one on one for like boxing or jujitsu. Um
1: oh, so people can hire you for privates?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Here oh. mm. might have to get some footage here. <laughs> yeah, wheels are we just get slammed uh, apart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm really uh are you f- are you messing droop- this up? Are you I drooping am. over here? I am really
0: but I'm not sad, I promise. Okay. <laughs> 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 it's always that one. <laughs>
1: These stands, I like yeah. that. I like these stands better. Yeah. But when we moved into this room, uh, we lacked stuff to bolt to. Or yeah. we tried to do this uh. thing over here, but we're pretty sure once we started adding stuff to this shelf, oh uh, yeah. this Just thing, this thing is one mic drop away. Yeah, <laughs> involuntary mic drop via shelf. Fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got grenades yeah. and yeah. stuff over here, but yeah. no, no microphone stand. Yeah, but.
0: grenades over microphones.
1: That's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. That must be, that must be really, like, rewarding for you oh, to totally. get back in that level or absolutely. capacity. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. It, it means a lot to be able to do that kind of work just given, uh, you know, the circumstances and what I had to go through to, to get to this point. So, yeah, it really means a lot. And through that, I've started um, – it's not a nonprofit yet, but hopefully we'll be
1: uh, – you speak it into existence. <laughs> yeah. I know.
2: Um, Just start
1: telling people it exists. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it does. But um, so I am started a foundation. It's uh so it's a, a safety initiative in Philly for um, it's women and children focused. But I I also believe that um, you know it's uh, for self de- uh, excuse me self defense. But I feel like self defense should be taught. You know on on both sides like I think it's for everybody so but I do I focus on the women and children um, and it's while I do teach like the physical side of it I focus mostly on um, the non um, you know contact uh, side of um, self-defense so it's all about awareness like learning how to set boundaries um, threat recognition um, you know self-care and just you know all the things that i think people don't really realize that can help them i think that getting in a physical altercation should be a last resort
3: mm-hmm.
2: so if you can you know avoid that then let's avoid it
1: do you yeah. find do you find that like the people that you're working with lack like the fundamentals of like those like setting boundaries or like developing good relationships on the onset which ultimately lead to those like, like oh, more absolutely. like traumatic experiences. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And I think a lot of people just uh, unfortunately don't really think about that. They just, you know, when you think self defense or think like once you're in a situation that could have been prevented by, you know, having that awareness or um, understanding boundaries, that um, it's like, I feel like this whole gray area that, you know, needs to be you know, brought to light because it's, it's so important and to really, you know, it it really helps your confidence level as well and helps you to become more self-aware and, you know, and, and sometimes people make decisions based on their self-worth. And so I think it's important. That's why I incorporate, you know, the self-love and building yourself up and feeling empowered and feeling confident enough to carry out, you know, God forbid you're in a physical altercation. Like you, you know,
1: Having the confidence to stand up for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, there's a lot of parts, a lot of moving parts to this, but um, I think that there is a need for it, especially in Philly, and especially now, um, it's, you know, the, the city's a mess. So um, there's a lot of...
1: That's definitely not something that I think a lot of people ever discuss. Yeah. Like, usually, like, the conversations are around, like, taking guns away or, like, police or things like that like mm-hmm. it doesn't really start at like the most basic level which is like the yeah. people that make up like the area that's affected right yeah yeah
2: 100 percent.
1: that's that's uh that's a pretty big undertaking mm-hmm. i'm not yeah, gonna lie just, you know what? And it, you know, that's impressive me, that like yeah. you're willing to like totally you know, s- yeah. at least start that yourself
2: yeah and, and and it's baby steps and i get it and honestly i'm a lot of it is learning as i go and you know um, you know, finding mentors and like anybody that can be beneficial and help me like through this process. And, but I'm open to it. I'm here for it. And, you know, I'm just so happy to be able to be in a position where I can help and to pass this knowledge along that, um, you know, my coaches and what I've learned. So, um, now I've, you know, like I said, it's baby steps. I've, you know, made some, uh, like community partners already. I've done um, different resource fairs, and I've really I've been able to connect with the community on a, you know on a, a smaller level, which you know it, it will grow. I see it.
1: And you're staying in like the city, like the main part of the city, not like yeah. I mean, Philly, Philadelphia is a large area, Cute. but like you're you're, you're <laughs> yeah. sticking closer to like centers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Small take take on like the the central yeah. area and move out. Yeah. Here's Rambo just knocking cameras over yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so what's your, with, in relation to that, like what's your like next set of like big obstacles, like with getting that going? Just like raising awareness um, or getting money or getting, uh, yeah. yeah. Getting help.
2: But a little bit of everything,
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but honestly I have a lot of great people in my life, a lot of very, you know, knowledgeable, um, and people who were, you know, sort of waiting for me to get a few things ironed out, and then, you know, who can then take me to that next level and, um, you know, get the wheels rolling. So that's awesome. I'm really excited, yeah. And it's called the Power Foundation. So it's P-O-W and then H-E-R. So Power,
1: yeah. Oh, nice. How, what's and what's that for? Uh,
2: you know what I. I don't know. My my daughter actually helped me pick the name. Okay. And I wanted it to be sort of, you know, obviously I, I want to empower people and people to feel, um, you know, to reclaim their power and to, I don't know. I just, I never really, like.
1: Had to answer that. Yeah. 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 It I'm it just it
2: like, yeah. Power. Fun. I mean, it's a great
1: name. It makes sense. It but is a yeah, great name. I That's really why know. I was like, we're like, yeah. what. Whatever. Yeah, you know what? My it's a good name. You don't have to explain it. Just be <laughs> like, it's a good right? name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. Story's yeah. over. <laughs> it's a secret. But
2: yeah, my my daughter, she helped me brainstorm. She's like, I got it. Power Foundation. I'm like, oh, you're <laughs> you a good. You're good Yeah.
1: That's that's awesome. Dunk. though you know, like that's. I mean, it must be cool for her to have a role model. You know, not everybody has a mom who <laughs> is a jiu-jitsu brown belt. <laughs> yeah fights in a cage yeah, and is like helping people at the same time like that's all very like
2: yeah oh, well thank you for saying that yeah No. i, I mean,
1: was i had high hopes for this show yeah. i'm not gonna lie i was like we're having a fighter on yeah <laughs> and I've, i'm very impressed yeah oh. i'm very oh, impressed that's you. very cool thank you so much yeah. what like what are your like how do you see that kind of like first helping people like starting with just like seminars or things like that or like speaking things or Uh,
2: yeah, seminars. I mean, I already do a ton of speaking engagements and, you know, actually pre COVID I was doing a lot of in person. Um, I actually um, was a, uh, like a survivor feature for women against abuse. Um, It's called their I pledge campaign. They have it. It's the, the largest press press conference of the year. I do many other things, in regards to that, but I work a lot too with um, like senators and legislators. So I travel a lot well, pre COVID to Harrisburg yeah. with, uh, with women against abuse and um, I share my story and um, just really being the face of, uh, of their program and how successful people can come out of it only if they, you know, utilize and take the steps necessary to complete their program. So um that was always pretty amazing, but, but yeah, like I said, I, I do a lot of, um, I would like to continue on, you know, getting in front of people. I think it's really impactful, um, to share my story and to speak on domestic violence and the things that I've gone through because, you know, a lot of people feel alone in that. And I like to just, if I can give hope or, you know, inspire somebody, then I'm here for it. You know, I'm, I'm happy. So, um, so, yeah, a lot of it will still be, um, you know, focused on that, like sharing my story um, and using my foundation as yet another platform to do that. And then, um, you know, obviously seminars, teaching in person. I actually recently taught a seminar at a resource fair, um, I think it was like back in June, with the um, Philadelphia Children's Alliance. They're actually one of my community partners. And so for um, Child Abuse Awareness Month, we did um, – I'm sorry – I think it was anti-gun violence month in June. Yes, sorry, um, but th- I believe the previous month was child abuse awareness. And so, anyway, we did like a big thing, and the the uh, Philadelphia police were there, and like so many kids. And we did like I did a, a live seminar, and um, you know, held pads for the kids. We did some boxing, <laughs> oh, showed them some jujitsu. We had so much fun. So yeah, I think like the that's I think the beginning of it for me is just making the, like I said, just making the connection with, um, you know, community partners and getting involved in events and yeah. sort of just going from there. I mean, I made so many amazing connections and met so many great people, um, you know, just at the couple of resource fairs that I have done. And there's a lot of need for, uh, especially with the, the, the police department, they, uh, you know, there's definitely a need for it, especially for victims of crime. I feel like um, there's definitely a need for because you know I find just even from my own experience and I, I know how it works. When you're a victim of crime in the city of Philadelphia, they just give you a piece of paper with resources on it. There's not really
1: There's no outreach. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So I hope to, you know, get more involved in that as well. So
1: No, that's yeah. awesome. When you going back to like your seminar. And you were teaching the kids, like, what did you find they wanted to know the most? Like, because kid, like, kids always are all, like, have these weird requests. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they do, but to, to be honest, they didn't really. They were just really open to, like, I showed, like, three different techniques and, I mean, there was actually one kid. He There's always one. There's not that one kid. Good always that one, and he was actually uh, the person I demoed on because he had martial arts experience and he had uh, um, a lot of other ways to show me how to do what I was teaching. And I, I gave him that. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, show me what you got. And then, you know, if I. I would correct him if it needed to be corrected, and but it was good. I think mostly the kids just loved hitting the pads. They love yeah. learning how to box and um, you know throwing combinations, and yeah, it was lo- it was a lot of fun. I love the kids. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Choke a kid out on stage.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I'm right. like, and the police are right there. I'm <laughs> like, is it loud. Can be I do like, that? <laughs> All right. Young young Billy's yeah. asleep
0: now. It's fine. It's all time. That's, yeah. That's what you get when you talk
1: back to mom, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> I taught your mom this yesterday. <laughs> oh,
0: <that> was great.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Do you like how like what's your week like and like how do you break that up? Is it like spent? a lot of time training doing like athletic type stuff or is it like a lot of that um Um, like helping people i guess
2: it's a lot of both so i'm not like i said i'm married to pt right now so i'm uh focused mostly on that and i've eased myself back into jujitsu um i might do like jujitsu once a week and then striking once or twice a week um and then obviously as i get stronger and get the green light to do more I will, but, um, and then just like in between that, I just, you know, try to work on, um, you know, the foundation and, um, reaching out. So I, I, (laughs) I don't know when I start to explain it to people, I realize I do a lot of shit and I don't know how I manage it. I think I just sort of take it as it comes, you know, Mm -hmm. and I just find balance in it all and it works. So I'm not going to, question it too much but um um, I'm also part of like a lot of support groups and I mentor some of the people from those support groups and so I do like my weekly check-ins with people and um you know whatever like you know if I have something going on with women against abuse like you know I just I don't know I have to shift and jamie on tour yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah, for real. But That's it's what lot, it sounds you know, like I'm like, how do you be- do all this stuff? She's like, I'm just moving stuff around.
2: I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh talk to my people. my daughter, she's like my like I don't know, she's like, my, like my manager. Like she's like, like, she's like, like my, has my like agent. A blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: she has a blackberry. She is,
2: you know, she's amazing. I have to like give her so much credit because she's just as excited about the foundation as I am. And she came with me to um, our first resource fair. And she just was on fire. She's all over the place. She, like, made these little booklets that um, had all of our literature in it and booklets that we made. And um, she made one for each of the other community partners that were there. So as we walked around, um, that's what we do. We, like, walk around and introduce ourselves. But she thought to put these uh folders together with all of our information and as we were introducing ourselves like she would hand it to them and explain what was in the folders and it was just like this is amazing and she's like like, i want to she wants to be yeah Yeah. she wants to really be involved and be part of it which i love so much and um and she's such a great help on top of it all like she's such a she's yeah she's like 11 going on 25 (laughs) (laughs) So
1: kids are like that, though. It's yeah. like
2: great sometimes, but also not great sometimes. <laughs> She's like holding that, you accountable. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: whoa.
0: <laughs> Mom, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, I wear the pants here. Yeah. Like, Do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I have the Blackberry. I'm like, wait, do I? <laughs> yeah.
2: So that's um, awesome. But yeah, it's it's super, super fun.
1: How did she how did you guys like navigate the whole Corona year? Was she virtual? Like she obviously oh, she, virtual. Yeah, again.
2: it was tough. It was tough, Um, only because there wasn't, obviously, nobody planned for this to happen, so with the, like, her school was amazing, and they tried really hard to keep the kids engaged and keep everybody, like, the work flowing, which they did. It was like they, she knew what she had to do throughout the week and what she had to turn in, you know, every Friday, and, but it was hard to not, you know, have that social interaction or to see her teachers. It, It was really tough on her, and then... On top of that, not being able to see your friends. I mean, we do. It a sounds lot like of, she's a very social person. Yes, so. yes, and so yeah, she definitely um, that it hit her hard, and um, a lot of a lot of tears, you know. And it was. I'm really proud of her for being able to get through that, and then to still come out with straight A's, and um, you know, just keeping herself motivated because I didn't know, like, you know, I she knew exactly what she needed to do and she got it done. And I was just there to support her and how any way I could, but that was also hard because, um, you know, I'm trying to like, you know, work and do my thing too. So that was like another whole element with like parents who had to work from home and, Mm -hmm. you know, having the kids home. It it was, yeah, it was definitely rough. Um, but yeah, we, I don't know. We made the best of it. I think like we all did.
1: So No, for sure. Do you, Now, going back to your, like, when you were fighting, like, how were you able to, like, train or were you, like, kind of, like, training at home? Uh,
2: At first, I was training at home and then started easing back in over the summer, so last summer, and still being very careful. I would go in and train for, like, two days and then take, like, four or five days off and then go back and, like, train for two days and whatever, and then, you know, started um, adding, you know, Eventually, I was training every single day, and that was, like, our group. We were just, everybody trained with the same people the whole way through. And uh, for the most part, um, yeah, we were all, you know, okay. I think most of us probably, I don't know if you guys caught – caught it or not i mean i had it i think i had it twice yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I might have had you know what it. it's yeah, interesting it's like because, because like i got like i was yeah. like dude that's the sickest i ever got and then like a couple weeks later i was like wow that was the sickest yeah. i ever got <laughs> <laughs> i was like one of those two times had to have been it yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so interesting with this because i you would assume i got it from the gym because i'm with like other people who are like sweating on each other i'm like it has to be that and i don't think i did i think it must have been like just random other place maybe because mm-hmm. like the gas station i don't know because i was trying i wanted to do it right like make sure like my training partners knew like hey I ha- i'm having symptoms and then ultimately tested positive so i made sure like i went back and told everybody i had who i had like a any sort of interactions with and none of them had it and caught anything thank god Um, so I'm just like, I was just the only one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You had symptoms and everything like that. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it was weird, (laughs) really weird. Um, because some of the symptoms are things that are normal to me anyway, because usually after a hard training session, I'll get headaches. It's just, it always happens to me. Um, I was having headaches, didn't really think much of it. And I just thinking, I really get hit that hard. I don't think I did. I anyway, so I go home. Um, felt fine. I was just doing my, I just was doing like my housework, just cleaning and then realized I was, I didn't smell the cleaner I was using. Like, wait, (laughs) wait a second. So then I go to the fridge and I'm like, start opening up all of like the vinegars and like pickles, like anything I, that would be a strong scent to me. And I couldn't, I couldn't smell it. I'm like, shit. And then, then, then it quickly turned into not being able to taste anything. And then the first, um, and then I went and got tested, and uh, obviously I was uh, I was positive. But um, the first like two or three days were pretty bad. I, I had these really bad migraines and just felt I felt sickly, but I wasn't uh, not I didn't have like anything bad like respiratory or like anything too crazy. It was just yeah migraines and I couldn't taste or smell, and that was the worst. I, I would I would rather. As I w- would rather have the migraines than not be able to taste and smell. Yeah, <laughs>
0: pretty yeah. terrible.
1: Everybody has like a different story.
0: Mm. Yeah, a lot of people I know they they said they couldn't taste or smell anything. They got depressed. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> For like and you a know when It never fully comes back. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I heard.
2: <sighs> when we go uh, have like a cheat, like we'll go to like uh, Chick Fil A or something. Mm-hmm. I like to have a Coke or like a Sprite with my food, and that's like I look forward to that. But I didn't realize once. Like, my first, like, meal I wanted was Chick-fil-A. So, we go there, and I'm like, did they change – I'm like, did, did uh, Coke change the recipe? I'm like, this is disgusting. Like, <laughs> it just n- – no soda tastes the same to me. So, I don't – I can't drink any soda now because it's just disgusting oh, to really? me. I'm so upset. I don't drink a lot of it, but there's those times where you just, like, want a Coke or you just want – Yeah. Like, a ginger ale or something. Yeah. And I just – it just –
0: Maybe it's a good thing. We don't really need some. I guess. Yeah. Sometimes you just want some Coke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking
1: about. <laughs> what, uh, so, like, also, like, in relation to your fighting, like, being, f- like, five and three, you said you had a lot of momentum going into your last fight like what kind of momentum like are you talking here like were you thinking about like going fighting like at a higher level were you looking Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I I've um so I fought for um Dana White contender series twice. Okay. Um um one and one um and actually my first uh, Did you
1: fight anybody we would know?
2: Um I fought uh,
0: I have a list here. If you want me to read I off the Macy, list?
2: You'd know Macy Barber. Okay. I lost to Macy my second fight there. Um,
1: was that decision or
2: uh, TKO? I got well, doctor stoppage. She cut me, uh, cut my nose open. Mm. Yeah, cut me open. That was a good one.
1: Sometimes that happens. That's <laughs> like the unfortunate <laughs> side of the fighting. Yeah. is the TKO. Like yeah. sometimes there's stoppages that are just kind of like, mm. yeah, like because you put all that work in and you don't want like.
2: I did. You're there, and the yeah. energy's
1: there, and it's like, whatever. But after the fact, you're like, oh, I'm kind of glad that, you know,
0: my face yeah. is okay.
2: Yeah, and and my first fight was with um, – I'm drawing a blank. I don't know why. Did you say you have the names? Yeah, name? for a
0: contender series? Yeah. Uh, Tiffany Masters?
2: Yeah, Tiffany. Uh, yeah, Tiffany. She's awesome. Yeah, so um, my first fight against her, and I was actually six months post-op for my first ACL.
1: Okay. Damn.
2: re-injured it in the first round. Oh. And – could not stand. I could not explode. Like, I just kept getting taken down at will. I just had nothing. I'm like, what the hell do I do? What,
1: are you your right leg like, dominant?
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. And so um, I just knew, like, the holes in her ground game and mistakes that she was making. So I ended up uh, just using my jujitsu and just capitalizing on on her mistakes. And I ended up winning the fight with in, like, I think there's like, 20 seconds left third round and pulled it off so i i mean it wasn't fully submission yeah it wasn't fully torn but i definitely like re um my acl and then that set me back like another five six months yeah um then they called me back for contender and that's when i fought macy but ever since that whole this when i i didn't do anything right to be honest i didn't do like my anything correctly i was just Sort of like, oh, if I can stand, I can train. And I'm just setting myself back more and more, not allowing my body to heal. And that's and why you're
1: taking it real serious this time around. Yes. Yeah. And so,
2: but after I re-injured it in that fight with, with Tiffany, um, it was just never the same. I didn't have another surgery at that time. Um, I was just doing a little bit of PT maybe. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was never the same after that. And then tweaked it in my, uh, my camp this time. And... Was trying to just be as careful as I could, and then yeah, I think it was just hanging on.
1: So this would have been like, so you came off of a like two UFC contender series fights, yeah, and, and then you were oh training sorry,
2: yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm getting like way off course here. So yeah, I had the contenders fight, and then I was I had one fight uh, with CFFC, well two fights, so I was like one on one again. But I felt like so that momentum for me that I uh, was talking about was just more of like a mindset and just. I don't know. I was just feeling better than I'd ever felt, just physically um, and, and mentally. I think the mental aspect for me is just something I've always struggled with. And I always have, like, these mental blocks. I even hired a, a mindset coach for one of my camps, and it really, it really helped me a lot. And I felt like I was just, you know, the old me, which was, you know, don't give a fuck, you know, you turn the switch on, you just, you fight, you go, you don't think about it. You just, you fight and do what you love and have fun. And for me, like I just sort of got into this weird pattern or like state where I just was always doubting myself and questioning myself. And
1: is that because of coming off of a loss?
2: Maybe, but I don't know. It's just somehow I got this mental block and couldn't come out of it. And, um, yeah, connected with, uh, his name is... the. He goes by the English hypnotist.
1: The English his hypnotist. Yes. Yeah, his name is
2: Richard Hart. And it's funny because I'm a big believer in, like, the universe and, like, energies and, like, you know,
3: yeah, signs and yeah. things <laughs> happening for a reason
2: and, and, and good timing. And so I uh, didn't know where to begin in terms of, like, okay, I, I was aware I had a mental block and I needed to, like, somehow come out of it. But I didn't want to put the time into finding somebody who was right for me to talk to or like spending money to like speak to a bunch of people and so I'm like I don't know I was feeling just at such a loss and then he just sent me like a random message one day he was like have you ever thought of hypnotism I'm like I'm like what is this This (laughs) (laughs) Creepy." yeah (laughs) it was was definitely caught me off guard and then but at that time I was just like who is this guy so I clicked on his profile I'm like oh like he's worked with a bunch of bell tour fighters he's worked with he was a former kickboxer himself, so he understands the fight game, and mm. he gets it. And I'm like, like, what do I really have to lose at this point? So it was just something in me told me to reply, and I did. And we we uh, clicked right away and hopped on a call, and I hired him for that, my upcoming camp. And it really just, not only I, was I able to come out of that mental block, but everything that I learned from him I could apply to you.
1: Carried it forward the moment. Yeah,
2: every aspect of my life, I I benefit benefit from that. So um, it's pretty amazing, and I still use a lot of those tools now. Like it stays with you, and I use it because it helps me. And um, I don't want to lose that. I don't want to regress back into like a, a bad. Not that it was a bad mindset, but it wasn't certainly wasn't helpful. It wasn't positive. Yeah, and yeah. and a lot of it too was that just focusing like shifting your. Um, your mindset from you know just using a lot of positive reinforcement with yourself and, um, yeah, trying to see the good in what you do, not always seeing the bad. Because, I mean, fighters and probably really anybody, we –
1: Competitive people.
2: Yeah, we focus more on what we did wrong versus what we did right in practice and then being aware of what mistakes we made and then knowing what we have to do to fix it but not letting that be the focus of, like, the workout, like – we first focus on everything that we've done right. And you journal throughout the whole process. And so each um, day that you journal, he critiques it. He will switch your words around so you can go back and read. i like, oh, I get it. And then over time, you start automatically your mind goes into, like, that state. Just thinking that.
1: Yeah. yeah That's so pretty cool. There's a lot to be said about, like, um, momentum for a lot of things. And I, I'm a big believer in momentum. Like I think um, people go on vacations in the middle of like huge things that they should just like cancel the vacation and keep going or they come off of diets and they work all that momentum up and then they just immediately go, I accomplished the diet. Like I'm just gonna go do this cheat meal or, or like workout routines where they like get up all this effort and then they just like well i hit that goal like i'm done and it, yeah that never made any sense to me yeah, because like really you, you, you're like you're like a train like a big like steam engine and like if you ever watch like old timey videos where train starts it's like they have something like that power is so great to get them even just slowly going but once they get going they just like plow through everything yeah and that's oh, how i, I feel that. with people and like when you see someone getting all that positive momentum like especially with like dieting you see Mm -hmm. people lose all that weight and then like you see them like a year or two later and it's like all back and it's like well what happened it's like uh, you could pretty much all like it's like one one decision was all all brought the whole all that momentum and effort down yeah so when you said the word like momentum i was like hmm Mm. that's like an interesting word choice because you know that you know it's just struck me that like you obviously had some sort of like positive energy behind you leading oh, up Oh, for to sure, yeah. Yeah, that's tough.
2: Yeah, and, and I'll say I used a lot of that positive reinforcement, I mean, you know, especially when it comes to, like, injuries and you can't, if it's something that forces you to, to stop what you're doing, especially when it's something you do every single day.
1: Like when you get sick you can't and, just do like, it. Yeah, can't and do you just, can't do what you normally do.
2: It's so, it just, I won't lie. I definitely had my days. I had my moments where, you know, it just it really sucked. And I, I struggled a bit. But then, you know, I, I because I have the tools now to not let myself, like, I won't stay there. Like, I'll, you know, process whatever it is. Okay, like, today sucked, whatever. Okay, tomorrow's a new day. And you just keep moving forward. I find sometimes people who, like, I, I always say it's like my clients and people I work with, like, if you fall off, just get back on. Don't just start making more bad decisions to to make matters worse. You just just get back on. And just like you, f- you find that people forward.
1: like make excuses. It's like, well, I just made, I made that one. Like I had a donut, yeah. So I might as well like, well, well what's like oh, a double milk nice. latte right now? It's like, it's like, why not? Like it's just <laughs> yeah. like, and then the next thing you know, it's like, eh, why? Yeah. You know, I'll we'll go to the gym tomorrow. Yeah. Or like
2: like I mindset's so, so important. I, I think we should be. Trending our minds a lot more, that's for sure. Because I the especially the fight game, it's more mental than than physical for sure. So it's I think we need to be more proactive on our, our mindset game.
1: No, for sure. I think especially after you know, the corona twenty twenty, if mm-hmm. I mean, God forbid there is like another set of lockdowns or whatever, that yeah. kind of thing would be like. I think there's only going to be a growing need for people like you that have, like, that ability to kind of, like, coach and lift people up. Because mm-hmm. um, there's probably more than ever than before. There's probably more forgotten people now than there were yeah. in 2019. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel go- I feel good that there's people, you know, mm-hmm. out there looking out for this stuff. Yeah, for right? sure. It's so important. It, yeah. it really is, Um, I don't know that's just, like, rewarding on, like, a different level that, like, a lot of people don't probably understand. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. What thank uh, you s- So, like, you, you say you heal up and, like, you fight in, like, the spring or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how long do you see yourself, like, competitively getting punched in the face? <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> you could say fighting, but it is, it's like, it's, like... <laughs> um,
2: yes. Um... You know what? I don't know. To be honest, I I don't know. I've found myself. I'm just really happy, like doing what I love. I don't want to say I've missed my window. Like I'm still like very much on the UFC's radar. I'm still very much, you know, capable um, of getting to that level. But I just, um, I'm just so happy in, like all the other areas of my life too. That if I just decide that my next fight is my last fight, like, I'll be happy. But it probably won't be just because it's, like, I'm addicted to it. I love it. I love mm. just the, the rush. I love everything about it. Um, just challenging myself and challenging my body. I just, I don't know. I just, it's hard to describe, but... Um, is it weird yeah. that,
1: like, somebody that likes to fight competitively is also helping people <laughs> in Against, such a level? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's something... Is there something to that? I don't know. (laughs) It's just. It's like your cable. I,
2: I'm one of the scariest one. This one of the scary ones we we're talking about, like in the gym versus like on the street. Like people just have no idea. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have That's no what I'm idea. saying. Like if you were just like if you were just like on the subway yeah.
1: and like somebody tried to like mug Gilmar and then like she just like there's a f- knee kick yeah. in and she yeah. chokes <laughs> this dude out. Gilmar would be like, oh my god, thank you. She's like, it's okay, child. <laughs> <laughs> I would have <laughs> never known. I've got, I've got and then, you. Like, just appear <laughs> off into
2: the shadows. Yeah,
0: right.
1: Yeah. He just like drops a smoke grenade and just passes, yeah. disappears. Was well,
0: that magic? Woman. Oh, my God, who <laughs> was that? It was Bad Mama. <laughs> bad mama. Was that Bad Mama? <laughs> I see her on the UFC one day, like, Oh, that was a lady. Yeah, that, was that, was a lady that, that was a lady that saved me. <laughs> I got her tattooed on my arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, On your neck. Yeah, she on my saved, neck right you she <laughs> saved your life.
1: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> on your arm. Let's give her some respect here. This is Mount Rushmore. Yeah,
2: yeah right. <laughs> you're a DM teardrop
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> save from not mugging,
1: you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Where did, where did Bad Mama come from? from was okay. that always a thing or was somebody you know. just like you a bad mama
2: you know what a good friend of mine um uh actually this is when i used to be a server um at xfinity live i don't know do you know xfinity live mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. do know the place Xfinity i was a server there for like four years um, and um
1: server slash bouncer yeah,
0: yeah right yeah <laughs> and like,
2: um, people
1: give you a hard time you're like look buddy yeah
0: or give me that you 20% no tip or else. Idea. Yeah, right. just shoot the leg in <laughs> oh no
2: she's got me that, that's how I got more tips I would challenge people to
1: like arm you know, wrestles and so- yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: so anyway um, yeah my friend like came in um for dinner one night and uh, he was talking like listen like if you're gonna build a brand like what's my name on Instagram was like Jamie Colleen and like a bunch of numbers he's like like you need to change that shit that's dumb he's like you need like a cool name a cool name he's like Like, Bad Mama, and then you just, like, spell it, like, MMA, you know, M-A, like, for well, for Instagram, and I was like, yeah, and then it just kind of stuck, like, it worked, like, people just, yeah, people dug it. I dig it. I think it's cool.
0: I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool, too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
2: and it's so funny, (laughs) my daughter, it's weird when I hear people that, like, when I'm on the street, and they say, there's a lot of people, like, in my neighborhood that are, like, now getting to know me, and, I mean, they...
1: If she's I
3: like see you out on the enemy, street ever, know, I'm, yeah. I'm young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I've heard, like, strangers say it before. My daughter, um, she'll say all the time, Mommy, you're, you're just famous. You're like a celebrity. I'm like, I'm really, I'm just not. Like, I'm not. <laughs> but like- I just don't see myself re- really any different sometimes. Like, it's weird. I don't know. Anyway, so she's like, I was walking her to school one morning, and this guy um, was, like, standing in the middle of the block. He's like, bad mama? Bad mama. You're bad mama. And it was just like going crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, like the, and at this <laughs> time, like the other parents, like I don't – I associate with like the parents, but most of our friends that we hang out with aren't like in her school. yeah, So they know what I do. But like in a schoolyard, it's kind of weird. It's like they're talking about like their oh, careers. They, I'm like – There's uh, bad mama I, over I there. I fight people for the yeah, It's kind of weird. I don't <laughs> know. And <laughs> I'm not just really sure how, uh, you know – welcoming i would be in the in the uh yard after that so anyway they uh yeah he was like freaking out and like wanted a picture but we were running late and he like couldn't like figure out his phone quick enough and um but yeah it was just you know the other parents were like looking on like the hell what the hell is a bad mama like, yeah, what right? is that
0: you seen a bad <laughs> you know, yeah, there's like, a lot oh of questions here yeah. Take that kid from <laughs> <You know? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly call the police no but i mean it's happened on uh a couple of you know, other occasions where just, like, complete strangers. I'm just like, oh, I guess people do recognize me. And it's, I mean, it's kind of cool, but I also just, I don't know.
1: It's weird to think that there's other people watching you out there Mm -hmm. that, like, you have no idea who they are. Yeah. And then, like, when you come into contact with them, it's probably, like, there's, like, a barrier between you because Mm -hmm. it's, like, there's people that listen to our show that, like, all meet. And though like we had people or I was in a pool of the, the gym I go to mm-hmm. and we were hanging out outside and this dude was like, this happened with a construction company. He was talking to us for a while. He's like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, we like, we, you know, we're builders, mm-hmm. like whatever. Like we're just having a good time here, buddy. And then after a while, he's yeah. like, oh, well, what, what company do you work for? I'm like, oh, I like I own a company with, you know, my buddy. And I, like, told him the name, and he was like, he was, like, holy shit, I follow you guys on Instagram? And he was like, yeah. he followed me, he followed John, he followed, like, all the different companies. And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> And
3: I'm like, like here we are. Exposed. It's like me, my wife. Yeah, and, like, you, I just you felt, feel like, exposed, a little, right? I felt a little like, vulnerable. Like a,
1: yeah. uh, I was like, oh, you watch my Instagram <laughs> stories and shit. Like, the <laughs> next time you go to make one, you're kind of, like, thinking about it. Yeah. You're like, is so-and-so thinking? That or what would have happened weird for me was... I uh I started realizing like some of our customers' kids were following us Whoa. on different things, That's and I cool. actually I actually messaged the one customer. Do you remember when Ryan built that bicycle jam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I messaged her. I like text her. And I was like, look, like I didn't notice this, but like, and I don't know how long he's been following, but like he follows like a different council. And, like we get pretty, you know, we're open with our language here and stuff. And, like I don't I don't know how you feel about this. I can block him if you want. <laughs> and she's like, Oh no, he'll probably get a good education. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah,
0: oh, oh. I'm like, okay, yeah. he'll learn something from But him. I had to like
1: stick and step back, and there's been a couple of times where I'm like,
0: Every mm. <laughs> time you just say something crazy, you think, about Yeah, that I'm kid? like, That young, that young lad <laughs> oh, is no, listening. to me Johnny. Right now. <laughs> <Little> Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny with the
1: bike, I'm gonna say his name, and he probably listens to this yeah. too. Uh, yeah, maybe, who <laughs> <laughs> no. knows. He's getting ready to like kidnap me. He's like, when I'm older, I'm gonna get him.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, he's he's like he's got like a weird thing going on. What the hell? I don't know. He,
0: <laughs> he has he your picture on the dartboard. Yeah, he's got like
1: my face, put my face yeah. on a dartboard. Yeah, you know. Just throwing it. He's like, you finish should have <laughs> finished on time. <laughs> <laughs> should never blocked me. <laughs> yeah, he's like my shadow account knows <laughs> yeah. you.
0: Oh Yo, yeah, shadow account. You didn't block my sister's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? My sister's password. Oh, so like,
3: that's
0: Whoa. great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, being recognized must be crazy. I remember I got recognized one time back when I used to do YouTube a lot with my brother. I went to do some uh, some film for some event for some big YouTuber in Philly, mm. and this kid was in line ready to meet him, and he looks at me, he's like. GNG TV. I'm like, oh, what's up? He's like, oh my god, y'all watch all your shit. Uh, I'm like, that's, oh, that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was like a little moment. You like, just wow. like
1: pull out a pre signed picture yeah. of
0: yourself. Be like, I knew this would happen. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's
1: looking at me What the fuck. You know, uh, that actually, that actually happened to one of my buddies with Chuck Norris. What? Yeah, oh, no allegedly way. Chuck Norris has like pre-signed pictures in his pocket. What? Like when he's going around, he's like, "Oh yeah, nice to meet you. Here you go." Oh. <laughs> I swear to I God. Go
2: look for him. I want a picture. Yeah, yeah right.
1: And my buddy's like a pretty well-known skateboarder, so he was like, Pff. "I was just saying, what's up?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't do I don't know. I didn't want a picture. <laughs> yeah. whatever, dude. Like Texas Ranger.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Whenever I see famous awesome. people on the street, I don't like to bother them. I'm just like, hey, they're like, yeah. hey, you know, it's. Same. Cause yeah, especially if
1: you ever, like, meet or know someone that's real famous. Mm-hmm. And you, like, you're like, oh, wait, you're just, you're just a dude. Yeah, you're just another and person. you just want to be known as just, like, a dude. You're like, yeah. I get or, it. Or, or. I don't like
2: to be bothered either. I my fans. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no, how yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> really?
0: that's how it is. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: That's how it is, for sure, I bet. I'm sure that's just, like, a... You, you want, like, the right level of fame. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like UFC fame's the right level. Unless you're Conor you can't keep your mouth shut? Yeah. (laughs) Like, because you're UFC famous, like, people know you in what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. But you can go to the grocery store and, like, people probably, for the most part, like, might not recognize you. Yeah. It might be different for you, though, because, like, if you ever got to, like, that ultimate level where you were on TV a lot, like, you're a pretty young lady that fights. You're probably recognizable more so than, like a dude that fights. Like, nobody's yeah. picking out Stepe Miocic. Yeah. Like a line, you know <laughs> hey, what I'm saying? True. They're like, oh, you're a fighter? Yeah. you sure? Sure. You're <laughs> right. like ogre, buddy. <laughs> you know, like, some people are like, because the people that are really recognizable are just like crazy looking dudes. Sean teams. O'Malley. Sean, yeah. Sugar, uh, yeah, yeah, Sugar Sean, like Jorge. Yeah, like, okay. um, People that like and
0: everybody that, knows that new kid that just fought Sean O'Malley with the green hair. Oh, oh did you yeah, see that?
1: Yeah, did you did you see they somebody made a screenshot of his Instagram before and after the fight? Oh yeah, his and following. And before the fight, oh. he had like sixteen thousand followers, and after the fight, he I had know, like No,
2: he had like sixteen hundred. I don't even think he had that much. Had uh, like 16, yeah, it an it was, yeah, it was
1: maybe sixteen hundred. I don't know. Yeah, it was low under really twenty thousand.
0: Yeah, damn.
1: Yeah, and then afterwards, it was like 300-something.
0: Yeah. I mean, the kid didn't get knocked out. Yep. He stood Good in for there. Him. Uh, what's that say for about him. Sugar
1: Sean, though? He had soft hands. You can not even knock out that dude. Yeah. I guess, Or yeah. that dude's face is rock.
0: Yeah, that dude's face that probably
2: like rocked. It, like, it was like watching a Rocky movie. That's what it was It like. was. Like, so it
0: was like it really was. I think about it. is
2: fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: That, um...
0: Kid was taking hits.
1: Mm. I don't... Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know how much well, longer he's gonna smart. be fighting, but <laughs> cause yeah, I don't know. it's like that, yeah, come kind of like I mean, getting hit like that sucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't yes, know, but <laughs> <laughs> you might know <laughs> more does. than any of us.
2: But
1: yeah, like your head feels just like um, it kind of feels like you're underwater for a little bit, especially yeah. if you get real hit. Like then, then like the next day, you're feeling like like you feel like like your neck feels it too. Oh, like your, if, depending my legs
2: how feel. It. I'll tell you what the leg kicks. Because oh. I, I, I mean, obviously, you feel them in the fight, but it, it feels a lot different, like, moments after, and then it just keeps getting worse.
1: It's it's going to be interesting painful. to see how the leg kick game develops over the next, like, couple years, because everybody's real serious about the leg game oh, now, yeah. but everybody's seen the ramifications of having, like, weak shins. Yeah. I think that people see, like, Muay Thai fighters, and they don't realize that those dudes are, like, Kicking banana trees. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, there's years and years of conditioning like that. Yeah, their that. shin Conditions. is like literally shins, yeah. a
1: baseball bat. It's not nah. not the same shin.
0: It's Not bone anymore.
1: Shin on shins not equal. that math. Yeah, and then you like in training camp, you can get like stress fractures and stuff leading oh, up if you're die, really dehydrated. Yeah. Right, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Fighting. Yeah. Who especially, does that?
2: Especially calf kicks. Calf kicks. Blah. Calf kicks are pretty.
1: What's your What's your stand-up move? Like, what's your power move? If you were like a video game, what would your special move be?
2: It's really not that special. I just I have a really good right hand. Mm. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is. I, you know, I I knocked. Uh,
1: so you have a pretty good my, jab then too. I have a
2: good jab. Yeah. I yeah, because you have to jab. Yeah. Ever ever since I've developed my jab a lot um, over the past few years working with our coach, uh, Coach John Marquez. Mm um he's our striking coach he's amazing um uh but yeah he's really helped me take my striking game to the next level just just with like little things
1: did you find that like when you got better with your jab you had more power yeah
2: yeah just just like all like very small adjustments and just breaking myself of like you know some bad habits and um just really turning my punches over like stepping in with the jab or like you know turning your hips over just yeah all little things that made World of difference. But before, I mean, he's taking me to the next level, but I, I mean, I've always had like heavy hands for my weight, for my size. I um, actually, my second pro fight, I hadn't fought in, um, I mean, this was leading up, well, after I had gone through everything I went through. So just very quick, um, my experience when I connected with Women Against Abuse, my situation with them being, um, I was. In a situation with my ex-partner, it's like a really he was abusive. I was with him for like six and a half years, and um, he was also a fighter. Um, but anyway, I uh, found myself had like having to flee um, from him, and my daughter and I became homeless. And then we um, lived in a uh, safe haven, a domestic violence safe haven for women and children at the time. Um, with Women Against Abuse, and um, so that's sort of my experience with them. So while we were in the safe haven, that's when I really started building myself back up again. Um, I forced myself to start training just to, like—
1: Did you fight before that experience? I
2: did. I only had one pro fight before that experience, and just because of my uh, relationship and all that gone through, I really—I just lost myself. I put myself on the back burner, like— Anything that I wanted to do wasn't important anymore. It was just always, you know, walking on eggshells and doing what I'm told and, you know, which never was good enough. You know, I just, it, it was, uh, you know, rough. Survival. Uh, you would kind of went into survival I, yeah. mode and then you just
1: got to figure it out at that yeah, point. Yeah,
2: yeah. So um, really just um, once I got out of it and it was really just a chance for me to rebuild my life the way I wanted to and to be I wanted to be and for my daughter as well like she needed you know a strong um you know parent and a so bad mama yeah a bad mama yes <laughs> so um you know I, I had to be uh that for her as well and so I you know started training again just threw myself into training and so I ended up accepting a fight um it's actually a tournament in Brazil a strawweight tournament but I think there was like a lot of things going on. I don't think they were really that organized and they kept pushing the fight back and I couldn't keep putting myself through like camp camp. I was, it was like, I felt forever like forever camp. in camp yeah. <laughs> and I was just ready. So by, so there was a point they were like, listen, we have pushed the fight back again, you know, but now, you know, if you want to be, we'll get you out of your contract. If you want out of your contract to go elsewhere. And so I, I chose that, um, to be released. And, very it almost happened right away king of the cage called they were looking for a replacement for a title fight um and this was like five and oh uh top prospect in california and that was that switch that like i don't give a fuck attitude i was telling you guys about before um that my mind t- coach helped me get to um and i um that's what I said I was like fuck it, yeah, I want it. I want that fight because I just knew how ready I was. I was like I was prepared, like my my mind was sharp. I was I was ready to go, and uh, I go there and I was just like a nobody. You know, I, I I hate to say this because I love King of the Cage, but it's just it's just the politics of the fight game where you know sometimes you bring people in to lose, like you bring somebody in so that you're
1: a stepping you know, stone for yeah. Somebody
2: else. So I mean it is what it is. Um, so that that was me. I that was me, and so I and I knew it, and that just really drove me even more. It, like, motivated me even more. I'm like, these, like, these these motherfuckers have no don't idea. Know. They, know <laughs> they don't know me. Again, they have no idea. So um, I was just so, so excited to be there. And um, she, uh, we went, let's see, like, it was pretty even up into the fourth round. And uh, I was just, like, telling myself, and I'm like, all right, you have to do something because if you don't finish her, They're going to give it to her, and I didn't come all that way to you know. uh, I didn't get on the plane to lose. Exactly, and just, but for me, it it was more than that. It was just, like, everything that, like, led up to that moment, like, it was just everything to me. So, I, uh, yeah, I ended up just knocking her out, like, her, so I, it was, like, in slow motion. I noticed early on in the fight that she would, like, rear back before she, like, she would, like, lunge, you know what I mean, like, rear back yeah. her. she would just, like, show me everything she was going to do, and so I'm, like, I was just sort of waiting for that opportunity, and it happened, but it was, like, in slow motion. It was the weirdest thing, so, like, she, like, reared back, and I just, like, threw my, my right hand out there, and I knocked her out cold. She was out for uh, long enough for me to be afraid. I, w- I was a little scared for yeah. her. Yeah, um, but silence it was, <laughs> it was silent that's what i wanted and i was i was so happy i just so I when like, you hit her
1: and you make, can mm. we pull that up
0: yeah i was gonna ask For you is, sure. is there video uh, of
1: that
2: yeah king is, of uh, the, uh, jamie uh, colleen
1: king of the cage can,
2: or, yeah or i think it might just come up if you just put in my name jamie colleen mma um or so i it was uh my opponent was danielle taylor
1: it's jamie with a um, k what do you spell with, with a c yeah, you're good.
0: No, he spelled Jamie.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that was I don't know. I wasn't Jamie with looking. a J. <laughs> what
2: was
0: her? Uh, was Danielle Taylor? Uh yes.
1: Damn. Yeah. So when you you hit her, did you you instantly knew that you had made oh, good contact?
2: Oh yeah, she was out, and um, uh, Big John was refing and I remember. And the rules meeting he's like you don't stop until i stop you so even though she was i knew she was out
1: Would danielle taylor fate Waylee jong would she no d- it said oh, up there d- oh, that she know. did i don't know i will not to go back and look at that because it it's you had to click play
0: i did already we click again. come on vimeo why are you doing me like this Was that it yeah go back
2: Gotta
3: see like the full. I don't know what that
1: is. Damn. Damn.
2: Yeah. Those like last two punches weren't really that hard. I just felt like I had to like.
1: You don't have to justify yourself. It's yeah. Yes, yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, I totally <laughs> oh see. God. She was fully cocked she, back when she, you hit her. Yeah, and she was oh. she was
2: out before she hit. Like she just.
1: Like. Damn. Wow. Awesome. Go to sleep.
2: But just to be able to do it in that fashion, like, knowing everything I had gone to leading up to that was yeah, just, like, Yeah, because, like, where, so you, where
1: you hit her, you like, your arms still had, like, it looked like it still had mm-hmm. full run to go.
2: Oh, yeah. God.
0: Damn. Round the
1: button. Well, bam. Yeah, that was perfect. Dude, you'll have to make a TikTok of this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have. Be and like, honey. watch this show yeah. we've got.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. So, like, after that fight, like you, you, like you felt like you kind of had like a release of like the pressure you were under. Kinda. Oh,
2: totally, yeah. And um, from there, yeah, I just sort of went on this rampage. I was, you know, TKOing, TKOing everyone. And then Danielle and I had a rematch, and she TKO'd me.
1: Oh uh, yeah, no, that's what
2: it is. She got the stoppage. But you know what? I think that's around that time. I was just that's when like my mind uh, set started to shift and those mental barriers started creeping up on me and i didn't really have good i was still with daniel but i was kind of like all over the board trying to find my place i guess in my uh
1: your community yeah and so so did you train really
2: have a i don't think i had the right people around me for that fight
1: the right like team yeah Yeah. so were you like have you changed jujitsu locations at all, or you've always been? No, with I've part. always been
2: with Daniel. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've cross trained. Obviously, like I've trained at like other schools, but I've never like switched. You know, I've always. Yeah. I've what always, like uh, what other gyms very, have you trained
1: at in the area?
2: Um, let's see. Uh, New York. So I cross trained a lot in New York at Hensos and in uh, Manhattan. Um, and then Ricardo Almeida School. Um, Robin. Yeah, Robbinsville, New Jersey. I used to train there a lot. Um, Shout out. Give me a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We love Ricardo. Yeah. He's great. And then, geez. Nowhere else, though, in Philly. I mean, if Mm. if I'm in Philly, I'm with Daniel. You know what I mean? But if I decide to cross-train, it'll be, you know, at an affiliate school. or
1: Yeah. Definitely. I think the jiu-jitsu community is just cool. I mean, there's some pretty... There's some gyms with some rules um about like stuff like that like cross training and things like that but for the most part it's a very open like Oh totally. like come share very come balcony. learn like community. Yeah. yeah yeah which is really nice especially um if you travel a lot like and you're not a fighter mm-hmm. or you're you know you're just a business person and you're into jujitsu, you can like f- meet people in other cities and places purely because yeah. you train You'd be like, yeah. oh, do you mind if I stop in for a day or two? And next, like, you know, it's like, I mean, some places suck, but like some places you go and you meet like all these cool people, and like everybody's yeah. cool with you. Next, like, you have like all these new friends. Yeah, it's like, weird. Yeah, come it's on, weird. Come train, come train. And it's all yeah, about it's choking each other. Yeah, <laughs> you all Just get, to get it. It's like respect Yeah, <laughs> 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 um,
3: you know. it's the best.
1: Yeah, definitely. What um, have you ever done any like running or anything like that, like like marathons or?
2: No, just I mean, if you count all the miles in training camp, I mean, yeah. this would equal several marathons. But you know, I do actually I used to love running until my knees couldn't really handle it. So yeah. I'd like switched to um just like stationary bikes and stuff like that for my to get my calories in. But um
1: Are you part of the Peloton cult?
2: Um, I was.
1: Yeah. I was. Um, <laughs> Would you crash it? I mean, it? I don't,
2: like, have one myself. I, my, yeah. my friends in my neighborhood I have one. I've used theirs before, but I I don't know. I mean, I have a stationary bike at home that I like to use, and so I just sort of stick to that. And But now that I have the green light to run, I'm only allowed to run certain amounts of time. So, like, I started at you can run for three minutes, so that basically meant I can do a light jog to the end of my street and back. Um, but every day, as long as I feel... But as long as my knee feels good enough, I can add two minutes on. So I kind of like fell off the wagon a little bit with my running. So like, I think I'm right now, if I chose to run tonight, I'm I'd be allowed to run for 13 minutes. Yeah. But, it's uh,
0: more than enough time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In your world.
1: Yeah. Like, you've got a Peloton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so.
2: yeah.
1: You're like 13 minutes. That sounds like a lot.
2: Yeah. But I'm to be honest, <laughs> well, I took a uh, I took two weeks off. Um, so my boyfriend gets like 2 weeks off like for his birthday um every year so we For work? T- um from from work yeah. Okay. Um I
1: thought maybe you, like he was like allowed to eat for two weeks or something. Oh, um, no. I was like, was he, <laughs> yeah, so he now, a bodybuilder or something? Yeah, so he, um,
2: he owns a, um, a cigar shop and pizzeria. <laughs>
1: oh, in, no In way. the
2: neighborhood, Yeah, so he...
1: What, combined yeah, together?
2: Well, they're right next door to each other.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. That'd be <laughs> like yeah. a weird vibe, crazy. right? Yeah. <laughs> really. Come in and get a stogie and some sausage <laughs> yeah. pie. That's <Yeah. laughs> like, what?
0: Stogie and a pepperoni.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh. a real, yeah, I'd it's like, like to, to see this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so he, he rents it with his brother, so they're the Capelli brothers, uh... company yeah and uh so anyway yeah he took two weeks off and so my daughter she's actually visiting cousins so I took the two weeks with him and we went down the shore and just relaxed and I unplugged like I uh I mean I sort of checked in like in my stories here and there but it was nice to just really like be unplugged and be in the moment and just take time off I realized like sometimes it's hard for me to do that and I'm glad I Uh, like made myself do it for sure. Yeah, so and I bet, nice. like,
1: with him in the restaurant business, like, we know you know a decent amount of people in the restaurant business, and this this past two years for them have, has been oh, yeah, I'm a so lot of work. <laughs> it's we, been a lot. Our buddy yes. Nick owns a restaurant, like, right over in Ewing, and he I think he actually told my wife that his girlfriend is, like, his salad person right now oh, because, wow. like, he has no buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well,
2: you know what? They did it um, – so they're, the pizzeria um, is just takeout. They just do slices. um. But they cut out, they used to do tons of food, like sandwich and hoagies and all, all the things. And then they cut all that out and, like, cut down on, um, they don't do, like, any of the delivery services anymore. So you they don't really need many pizza. employees anymore. So there's really only, like, usually, you know, three, maybe four people, like, on the line working, which is great for them because I feel like, I mean, they lost them. Obviously, they went through, like, a whole thing, like, when, when, the, when the pandemic happened and— um it was like a lot of you
1: know what like what's going to happen
2: yeah and a lot of like adjusting and trial and error and what's working what's not and um but they managed to make it work it works they're doing better than they were pre-covid with like a bigger menu and all the things like it's they're killing it now it's awesome
1: no that's sometimes having just like a specialized product Mm -hmm. draws more totally more energy because like if you're focusing on that it has to be good right you know, yeah. I think when amazing. you go to some some of those deli operations, you go in there and you're like, like, literally, you have a whole grocery store on the menu. here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I literally could like have anything. It's yeah.
2: so stressful. What are you, a <laughs> Greek diner? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, really it's stressful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like yeah, yeah, their Yeah. is amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. GC that GC whole factory. diner model, dude, I could never own a diner. No, I couldn't either. Damn.
0: I like going you, to them every now and then. But. Yeah, do
1: you see the people working in diners? They're always unhappy because yeah. they yeah. have to know the Bible of things to cook. Yeah, you get a four-page diner menu. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. Man. Get out of here. White wheat or rhyme. Get out. <laughs> <here. laughs> <I don't laughs> like white or rhyme. Like, no, get out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> let me get the wheat. Bro. You know what I'm saying?
1: It would be real cool if you could like open up a, a diner, but like only serve pie. <laughs> be like, yeah, let me get an omelet. Be like, nah. All out. All we got is pie. We got pie. (laughs) 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 What kind of diner is this? It'd be like a good one.
0: (laughs) We make good pie. pie. Good pie. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, like, I'm so grateful that you came out and hung out with us. totally. And you brought us these cool tap-out drinks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you get any credit for us mentioning these? I mean. Tap-out. Honestly,
2: (laughs) they gave me so (laughs) 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 Um. No, it's awesome. It's a great, like I said, a great recovery sports drink. Like, I...
1: I compare it to what are those like those zero water coconut water guy ones? You know what I'm saying? Like the fruity coconut water ones. Mm. But if you drink like a whole one of those, you're like, ugh.
0: Yeah, you feel
1: yeah. you, you feel just like, why do I feel yeah. terrible? And then you remember you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the sugary <laughs> was all coconut all the fake water. Shit. The thing yeah. that's supposed to be hydrating yeah. just yeah. Just tried to give me diabetes. <laughs>
0: diabetes, diabetes. Yeah. So Yeah.
2: Yeah, so yeah, they're pretty good.
0: Yeah, big fan Pretty, of these. Pretty
2: good.
1: This is them. awesome. I'm super grateful for you coming.
2: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I Definitely, I'm I'm here for it. That's
1: I ordered awesome. I ordered like uh, movable jujitsu mats, oh, and sweet. we're gonna do jujitsu in the wilderness. So you might have to get
0: in on this. Yeah, if you're down.
1: Yeah. Let me know. And literally oh, and i bring
2: it my boyfriend too. You know what? He rolls in the wild. He's the best. He just started. Uh, it is. Hits. rolls in the wild. That's yeah. awesome. Um, he's uh started training like he's I mean, he has a wrestling background he wrestled in high school but um
1: i hate white belt wrestlers it's been a while yeah they're but terrible no, they just you know pull what? all these <laughs> sneaky moves on you. you're like you're what like right, are, what is I this I, <laughs> you, what are you doing you'd be like i wrestled in eighth grade he would be like Dude, right. pff, get
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just like put him to sleep uh so um but no you know he's been so supportive and so great like throughout my whole rehab and recovery process and he's like When you're healthy enough to start training jiu-jitsu again, he's like, I would like to start training with you. And so, yeah, we've been, um, uh, yeah, training together. It's been awesome. It's
1: great. How, like, how, like, what's that like having, like, an inexperienced person in a relationship and, like, you guys are training? Like, does it, like, very like?
2: It's a cool dynamic because... I feel like I learned so much from him and I feel like he can learn something from me and I can teach him and he's so open to all of it and Mm. um, he doesn't have an ego. He just sort of like comes in with an open mind and is willing to just, you know, really learn from, from anybody on the mat, which is awesome. And um, he's always asking like questions and, but we do get our good roles in. Like there's times where I'm like, no, like sometimes I'll, teach him and coach him how to get out of certain things or how to avoid certain things. But then I'll just like Put him in shit and make him work out of it. I'm like, he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> figure it out. But
1: you know, bad mama clock <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: right. They'd be like, no, today <laughs> just clocking. Can in. we just have Jamie today? <laughs> yeah. Can we have Coach Jamie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coach yeah. bad mama's here. It was bad mom.
2: They're like, shit. Come on. <laughs> came in on the wrong day. No, but um, no, but so yeah, it's it's awesome. That's awesome. It's So fun being on the mat, yeah, with him.
0: Yeah, so, rolls in a while, definitely. Gotta we're make definitely doing So The mats are coming.
2: Oh, fun! Mats
0: are coming. I, I yeah.
1: was gonna do like a logo on them, but then I was like, ninjas wouldn't have logos. On yeah, ninjas. Ninjas. We're doing black mats no. in the wilderness, and if a bear walks up into us, roll, like we're just gonna keep going.
2: The <laughs> <laughs> bear's just gonna like sit there with its know, snacks. Say, what like if we watching. had like just like the, all, all the cameras <laughs> awesome. set up and everything, yeah.
1: and just like me and Silas yeah. is out there in the middle of the wilderness, and you're just like, dude, there's a bear behind you guys. <laughs> like, I'm not stopping. It's
2: <laughs> just like spectating. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get out of this guard. I'm not watching.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: I'm a big fan of, like, jujitsu in, uh, like, in uh, like the wilderness or in uh, nature, I should say. Um, Daniel does a couple of, um, I don't even know what you call them.
1: Uh, retreat, kind yeah,
2: retreat kind of things. Yeah, retreat kind of things. Yeah, I think they did one in Puerto Rico recently. Where do they do, this? like, jiu there's, like, a structure, like, outside, like, overlooking the ocean, they're, like, doing jujitsu out there on the beach, and...
1: See this, dude? They
2: get to, like...
1: Oh dude, people God, are going to recognize us. I need to this. do that one year.
2: I have to do it one year.
1: That's... That's be- it's amazing. Maybe we'll do I it.
2: love... Yeah. I- I- jiu-jitsu nature of any sort is pretty awesome. We so. were
1: also thinking about just doing it in, like, other places, like, just setting up in the food court and just seeing how many rolls we could get in. Oh, yeah. Be sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many people don't know what jiu-jitsu is about? Yeah. They'll know after that.
0: Yeah. Dude, I love Park. <laughs> dude, I love park. All <laughs> the skaters yeah. just, like, ollieing yeah. over my head. I'm like, dad, That's perfect.
1: That's awesome. So, l- dude, let us know if there's anything we can do for you or, you yeah, know, totally. whatever the eight million things you're into. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, and then, sure. you know, if you ever get super, super famous... We'll have to have you back on again. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I get super famous. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's criteria. Here's your goal. <laughs> you, you've been given your assignment.
2: <laughs>
1: Go out and get famous. All right. Shit.
3: Okay. Let us live in I your got this. in your life. I got this.
2: <laughs> I got this. No.
3: <laughs> no, yeah, so. but no.
2: Thank you so much for having no, me. No.
1: Definitely. It's just for, been awesome. for sure. It was
2: definitely worth the drive. I'm like driving. I'm like this better. Be
1: Oh. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> oh, God. I oh. I the same. Thanks for coming out. Hope I don't fuck this up for you. Yeah. <laughs> she goes back that home and she's like, This
0: was so the worst thing I've ever yeah. done. Blocks her her daughter slash manager <laughs> is like. I'll set up my dart, my dart board. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now no. there's two people with dart boards. <laughs> there's probably more than two. Damn it! Yeah, if there's, there's two. Be. There's probably ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. always, always X five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, we know you love this episode. I told you you were gonna. Yeah. She yeah. fights She fights people for a living. Yeah. Like, come on now. Like so amazing. definitely <laughs> subscribe. Uh, go and give her a follow. Um... Just make sure you you know keep in touch with her or just doing cool stuff. So yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah, where you
0: can know. they find you?
2: Um, I'm, I mean, I'm primarily on Instagram. So you know, yeah. Bad Mama Jamie Colleen. So um, you can find me there, and I'm you know I'm I'm using back in. like I said I took the two weeks off, so I was like. Com- almost completely unplugged. I mean, I got a lot of unfollow unfollows, uh, by the way. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, I, w- I was just not active at all, but. You is, like, you know,
1: mm-hmm. I she didn't that. respond to me. Like, unfollow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Screw it. You need them anyway. She didn't hurt <laughs> me. All right. Me so, so, but so yeah, good.
2: I'm like sort of easing myself back into uh, just.
1: But you're also really busy. So, active, so if, some yeah. if you don't respond back right away, just assume she's helping yeah. people. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm.
2: saving the world, guys. Yeah, she's yeah. saving
1: the world one, <laughs> one family at a time. So, yeah uh like subscribe follow um comment share tell comment your mom. share do the thing tell your mom yeah. that's what it is <laughs> enjoy the show thanks for listening